Hey everyone, welcome to the Work Friends Podcast, where we bring meaningful conversations to you. I'm Jen Brubaker, and I'm here with my co-host, work and real friend, Ainsley Stanley. I am so pumped for today. So chug some water, grab a snack, and heck, play some spike ball and enjoy today's episode. Today on the pod, we've got Katie McDonald, our sweet, sweet friend, sharing how mentoring has impacted her life as a young person. There's no one in the world more excited about this podcast than Katie. She is spunky and bright and joy-filled. She's incredibly passionate and honestly just a hoot and a half. Katie just started her third year of university and doing life with her is a real treat. So here's Katie. Yay! (laughs) A hoot and a half, Katie! Yes, I love that! (laughs) So fun fact about you, Katie, your real name is technically not Katie. And I learned this not from you. But up your baptism. When oh, they you put- didn't learn it from me. No. Uh-huh. We were sitting in church. Katie was getting dunked. So excited. Mm, true. And at our church, they put the like the person's name in a verse that the elders have chosen for you. And it says, Kate McDonald. You're like, who now? I'm like, sorry. They had a typo. And then I found out that your real name is Kate. I know. Everyone's always so shook when they find that out. And it's funny you say that because there was two other people who came up to me afterwards. They're like, your name was spelled wrong on that. Like, that was not right. And I was like, no, it's Kate. So it's true. <laughs> so it funny. True. Everybody around me were like, what the heck? I'm like, I know. I don't know what's going on. Yep. Yeah, it's so funny because it's literally only one letter difference from Katie. But I would have definitely assumed it was Catherine or Caitlin. Yeah. And everyone's always like, oh, you're such a Katie, not a Kate. And I'm like, nope. It's Kate, folks. It's actually it's Kate. Kate. When I did know. you start going by Katie? Okay, I just recently learned this. In my preschool class, there was two Kates, me and this other girl, two of us. And then um, instead of doing like the whole like KDM, KDS thing, my parents are like, or KM, KDS, they're like, no, no, you'll just go by Katie. So then I started going by Katie in preschool. And then when I got to school, everyone called me Katie. And then everyone just started calling me Katie, except for my family, really. They still call me Kate. Or like my they one do. sister does. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So people come over, they're like, Hello. Wow. That's I like being called by your middle name. <laughs> yeah, actually. So anyways, fun fact, my name. Wow. Well, along with those fun facts, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? I would love to. So you already mentioned I'm in school. So I'm in third year university at Laurier studying kinesiology, which is really fun. I like, I like it a lot. It's not my like biggest passion of life, but I do like learning about it. I'm excited for where it um, might be able to take me someday. Um, Alongside school, what other things do I love? I love camp. I love working with kids. Um, That was a big part of my life in summers for a little bit. I love people in general. Definitely a big extrovert. Um, (laughs) I love making things happen and making plans with people and that type of thing. Um, Yeah, I love Jesus. I love talking to people about Jesus and teaching kids about Jesus, especially too. Um, and a big thing with that is simple joys and joy in life and gratitude, I think it's kind of a big theme and a thing that kind of makes Katie, Katie, if you were to say it like that. So, mm-hmm. so good. <laughs> Again, I'm probably going to say so good 12 times this episode, but that is a, okay. So obviously we are in a mentoring series. So how would you personally describe mentoring to someone? Yes. Okay. So I'm a big visual person so I think when I think of mentoring the picture that comes to my mind is one of those like waterfall fountain things you would see in a garden where there's like a bunch of different kind of ponds at different levels and then when the one fills up it overflows and fills up the one below it until all of them are full and just flowing into each other is kind of the picture that comes to my mind when I think of mentoring um 
specifically the idea of people above you. So whether they're older or whether they're a couple just steps ahead of you in life or in their faith or in a different season, um, them taking the time to pour wisdom and advice and time into you as a person um, below them or me as a as a younger person. Um, so whether that's through listening or through talking and sharing or just simply showing up and asking the right questions, just being someone to um, walk life alongside, I think is a big part of mentoring too. So I love that picture of just someone above you being able to pour into you and in their wisdom and their experience just overflowing that and then that fills up a person below them and then it doesn't just stop there they're able then to overflow and pour into people below them which I think is a really really cool picture um, of how mentoring can work yeah I looking at our show script I saw that you made a little addition by adding a little picture yes. of that that's so good um when Ainsley and I were planning this series on mentoring and and the reason why I wanted to have you on the show is because you do such a good job at positioning yourself to learn from others um whether it's camp or church or whatever it is when we asked you about coming on the show to chat about mentoring specifically what went on in your mind mm -hmm. I think the first thing that came to my mind was a feeling of wow I am not qualified to talk about this um but I think that points to one of the lies that we can believe about mentoring that we need to be qualified or at a certain place in our life um to be mentored or to be someone who mentors which I think is um something that can stop a lot of people from investing in mentoring like relationships so um over Overall, I think the other thing that came to my mind was just a lot of reflection on the many people that have impacted me through mentoring relationships, how that shaped me into the person that I am today. And it's also encouraged me to lean into that more and look for more opportunities to um, invest in people and put myself in a position to learn. Overall, it just got me thinking about how mentoring is such a foundational part of a community, especially a community like the church where it's like you have all the different generations or like a transgenerational community, I guess you could call it. Um, and how having those intentional people walking alongside you in life can make that community so much stronger, so much more rooted in Christ. Um, and overall so much more fruitful, I think so. Yeah, I think that's cool. It's not really like a one size fits all. It's just about how we, we live together in the different kind of walks and stages of life there. I think that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about how mentoring has looked in your life specifically. So for me, it's definitely looked different um, in different seasons. So lots of different people, different places, different contexts. I think the first place I kind of learned about mentoring um, and learning from people a couple steps ahead of me in life was through my camp experience where we had a group of people and their job was to pour into us as counselors, which I thought was so cool. And I really saw the benefit and beauty in that. So that's definitely where I learned about it um, at the start and through my five years at camp. It was cool to lean into that more because at first it was like, OK, I know these people are here to talk to, but really taking advantage of that, um, getting to know them better so that they could know me, pour into me specifically and ask me those tough questions. So it's looked different in different seasons. Um, it's also definitely looked different in the sense of having formal mentors and more informal mentors. So people who, yeah, I'm meeting with, you know once a once a month or once every other month that type of thing um for a longer season and also having people just in shorter seasons that are more informal where it wasn't a specific hey like can you mentor me but more of a they were in a position of leadership or I was working with them 
And in that, and turned into more of a mentoring-like relationship where we were able to have some good conversations and I was able to learn from them. I've been learning a lot about how to position myself to learn from other people and actively seek out wisdom from people who are older than me or a couple steps ahead of me in life. And that definitely connects to that informal mentoring relationship that I was talking about, where sometimes it's not about we're going for a walk and we're having coffee and I'm going to ask you the questions and you're going to give me the answers. Um, It's about listening to people, learning what they're passionate about and being able to connect with them on that level and learn from them just by seeing them do life and interact with other people, I think is another way mentoring has kind of looked different through the different seasons of my life. Mm, That reminds me of Jenny Allen talks about laundry ministry where it's like what in the world where she like when her kids were younger and she would have a babysitter come over she would intentionally spend time with them after like her and her husband came home or whatever and she would invite them over to their house on a Saturday and to fold their laundry together so that number one the babysitter could see Jenny in her day-to-day life right um and just like be really intentional with doing life with each other in that way Mm -hmm. so that's really cool yeah the different yeah ways that that can that can look um what would you say have been some valuable lessons that you've Mm -hmm. learned through that Mm -hmm. a lot of different lessons and some of them have come from specific things that mentors have said to me like those like nuggets of wisdom or advice or that type of thing but I think I've also learned a lot simply from just being in those relationships, very intentional um, and that kind of thing. So kind of two sides there of actual wisdom I've been given, but also just learning so much from doing life with people. Overall, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned is the beauty of and importance in allowing people to take your blinders off in life. I think that's a big thing that mentors can do and why it's so important to have people that are ahead of you in life because friends are so good and can give you so much wisdom and you can talk about the things that are going on in your lives. But Having someone who's a little bit ahead of you in life saying, I understand where you are. I've been there. I've seen I've seen this. I get it. And provide a new perspective is super refreshing and really cool. So I think allowing people to speak truth into my life um, in those specific ways, uh, having that new perspective, new wisdom and that kind of thing is a really valuable lesson that you can learn um, through mentoring and just through listening and having those conversations with people. Because it's someone that you know and trust and love, so allowing them to speak into those places is sometimes tough and hard to hear and might not be something you want to hear, but it is really cool to look back on conversations I've had like that and see how that helped me in that moment. It wasn't necessarily what I wanted to hear or what I felt like I needed to hear, um, but it's super powerful to yeah reflect on that and then see how transformational that was and how that opened my eyes to see something I might not have seen otherwise. Another big lesson I learned through mentoring and continue to learn too. all these things I still feel like I'm learning um, is the idea of tough love. We always I've always heard about tough love and I don't think I really grasped it until maybe in the last year or so because I never really understood how that tension could exist between um, yes you care about the person but you're also telling them something really hard like in my head I could understand how it worked but then in practice I found it really difficult but mentoring has definitely shown me what it looks like to um, show tough love to people because when it's rooted in Christ and you know the person cares for you you know that they're they're praying for you they see you they know you all these things then this um, hard truth or hard advice they're giving you isn't meant to hurt you right it's just it's so cool how you can learn that Um, and I think mentoring has been a really neat way to see that and really beautiful too of how I can then extend that to other people and learn how to 
love people well and show tough love is a part of that. Because I think we sometimes just think love is, or mentoring in general, is just encouraging and, oh yeah, you're doing so great or that type of thing. But I think a big part that I never really realized was that tough love piece of hearing the hard stuff, but the good stuff. Tough, but good. You say that all the time, Jen. Hard, tough, but good. Hard, but good. Ooh, <laughs> tough, but good, hard, but good. Yeah. Yes. And overall, um, three words I think that would kind of sum up a lot of the valuable lessons I've learned is the importance of accountability, consistency, and intentionality. Three words I feel like we hear a lot, but I think each of those um, hold a lot of weight and are super important in mentoring. So just the beauty of having someone who you know is there for you, who's consistent, who's holding you accountable, and who knows you. You know like they're praying for you or they're there for you. So that intentionality piece is really cool too. I love that. I love the idea and the picture of like the blinders. And I think that's such a beautiful piece of mentoring and it is, yeah, being able to have somebody see something in a way that is totally different than how you see it. And yeah, like that tough love. But I think that that's really love. Like I think we live in a time right now where when you say I love someone or how do you show love to people that, like you said, like it's very um, warm and fuzzy love, but tough love is is definitely still really really good and I think that we don't um, appreciate that enough and I think for me I can think of looking back on times where you know even if it wasn't like correction necessarily but I think of like you know personality types and communication styles and how I can say or do something or act in a way or respond in a way that in my head is totally fine and for somebody to be able to come alongside and say just so you know like this is how that comes across or mm. just to see it through fresh eyes and I just think that that's like a really valuable thing and I think when you kind of posture yourself in a way to listen into that that then you can actually save yourself a lot of hurt and the people around you a lot of hurt and also just grow when you choose to actually be opening to listen to that Mm -hmm. and you know kind of going along with that is just like how do you kind of position yourself to learn in different contexts Mm, that's a good question I think I learned this a lot specifically um through a piano teacher I had in my grade 12 year and my first year of university um where she wasn't someone that I said hey can you be my mentor but through car drives together and just through playing the piano together I learned so much about her um about her relationship with God about how to do life all these beautiful things that she taught me just through conversations that we had and through talking about something that we were both passionate about music and playing the piano and worship is kind of the biggest thing she taught me there so I think when positioning myself to learn in different contexts it's a lot about talking to people about the things that you might like you're both passionate about. So when it comes to like my experience teaching, right, in Sunday school and that type of thing, being able to talk to uh, leaders there about teaching kids and that type of thing is another cool way that I've been mentored in that specific context, right? You can learn so much from that person and from their gifts. So by making time for those conversations by asking them questions about their experience in that specific context. So teaching or playing the piano or whatever it is for you is a really cool way to position yourself to learn in those different contexts because you're learning how they respond or how they do something in that place but that also shows how they respond to things in life in general right the way that they respond whether it's with grace or they're really good at being hospitable or that type of thing there's so much you can learn just by understanding a person in the context that they thrive in and that they're passionate about. That's cool. 
Um, what advice would you give someone younger or even like thinking about younger Katie um, and how to just get the most out of a mentoring relationship? You already talked a little bit about that, but what would you say specifically looking back that maybe you'd have done differently or that you could tell someone a few years behind you? Advice I would give to my younger self, but also just people younger than me. I think a big thing would be the importance of consistency in a mentoring relationship not even just the importance, but the beauty of it and how cool it is when you are consistent um, in those mentoring relationships. I wouldn't really describe myself as a super consistent person. A lot of the time I feel pretty frazzled or kind of roller coastery in terms of my emotions and also just rhythms of life, I think is something I've kind of always struggled with a little more, but wanted to get really good at. So I think mentoring um, is a great place to start in terms of hey, yeah, we're going to carve out this time once a month or once every other month or um, once every week, whatever you kind of need to go for a walk, to sit down, to have those conversations. And like I've talked about, that isn't the only thing mentoring is, you know, those carved out times every other week type thing. But there is something so beautiful in that because then that person is truly walking through life with you. They know what's going on. They're able to ask you about things that happened in the last week. They're able to pray for you better. And I just think it's a really powerful thing. So I would have encouraged my younger self to be more consistent in those mentoring relationships on a small scale in terms of making those times and making it more of a priority, but also allowing people to walk with me through longer seasons of life because I I've talked about camp and that type of thing. And that was always so, so good. But sometimes those relationships would kind of fizzle out after the end of the summer. And then I could pick up where I left off with that person later on. But I think it's so cool when I look back on long-term mentoring relationships I've had where they have seen me grow. They've seen me walk through good stuff, hard stuff, different seasons and that type of thing. And that's really powerful, really encouraging, and just really important for them to be able to ask you the hard questions and that type of thing. So overall, consistency is key and important. And there's grace in that. Obviously, sometimes things happen and things change and people are in your life just for a season. But um, when you find those people that are willing and ready to walk through life with you, um, that's a really cool thing to have. So, And I think it, it's a huge gift too, mm -hmm. right? Like I've known you for... Mm, four year four or five so. years mm -hmm. um and camp was where we got to know each other really well and again I don't even remember when like we became close or yeah. anything like that right but like we grabbed coffee once like all those things and it is such a gift being able to look back at you know 15 year old Katie right mm -hmm. and however old I was at that point Jen right and seeing the growth and that is really encouraging um but as you as you learn more about yourself right the roller coaster <laughs> like all of those things um what are some things that you've really noticed that are important in a mentoring relationship I think three words that kind of summarize this would be wisdom grace and rhythms I think for myself um something that's really easy for me to do is when I'm trying to figure something out or processing something because I'm a out loud talk it out type processor when I'm talking to someone I want that affirmation or I want people to say oh yeah I've done that before like here's the three things I did or like have that one line piece of wisdom and that type of thing so it's really easy for me to just take what people say um and go with it but I think it's really important in mentoring relationships to have those people that yeah, give you that wisdom and truth and share their experiences, but in that point you 
to Christ and encourage you to take that to the Lord and pray over those things and think on those things and have the mentoring relationship, not just be the be all and end all, but extending those conversations um, into my quiet time and into my own thoughts and that type of thing, I think is super important when it comes to the wisdom piece, ensuring that that or making sure that that wisdom is rooted in Christ. So overall, I think I'm really thankful for the people in my life who have had grace with me in that um, and pointed me closer to truth, but ultimately pointed me closer to God as well. I think with the grace piece, learning to listen has been a really important thing in mentoring relationships. I think we can often think that um, mentoring relationships look like an older person talking to you and I'm taking down the notes and good to go. But I think it's really important to learn to listen, um, learn how to ask the right questions to them too, and having grace with that. And overall with the rhythms piece, um, making time for those little conversations, making it a priority and knowing that in the moment, the conversations you're having might not feel super impactful or transformational, but like we've talked about, it's really cool to see how those affect you, um, and your growth in the long run. And one example I love of this that I've heard before, and it wasn't discussed in the context of mentoring, but I think it connects really, um, beautifully is the idea of putting a penny in the bank. And how if you put a penny in the bank every day, in the moment, it doesn't feel like something super significant or super important. You don't really see um, the importance of it in the moment. But if you put a penny in the bank every single day for your entire life, suddenly you have a lot of money there. So I think that connects perfectly to the idea of mentoring of how, yeah, in those weekly conversations or monthly conversations um, or those walks or whatever they are, it might not feel super transformational in that moment. You might not see the benefit of it. It might just feel like something you're doing. But I think when you can look back and see how that has shaped you into the person you are, see the effect it's had on you, that's really, really cool to be able to see and why I think being so rhythmic in it is really important and a gift um, in that sense. Yeah, I really love that. And I think like, I feel like I'm like nodding along, like really relating to that because I am somebody who like, if I want to be good at something, like I want to be amazing at it like that day. Or like, if I want to start doing something, like I'm very (laughs) extreme. Like they always say, you know, when you want to start stuff to be like, like a little bit at a time. And I'm like, one degree change. Yeah. I naturally am not that way. Like I'm the kind of person who's just like, I need to read the whole book today. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. And, and I think too, with growth, I feel the same way. Like I just, I just want to be like, I just wish growth happened faster, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't. And so you're saying that and it, it relates to me so much. And also my father is a financial planner, so he does investments. So you're talking about that, like investment over time and how, how you can like grow rich through that. And I think we can grow rich, like, you know, inside too through all that and uh, yeah I just I love that and I think yeah honestly I'm like sitting here learning so much about that so mm-hmm. um with all that what is one thing that you wish you could kind of say to the older generation whether um <clears throat> older like Jen and I at 23 <laughs> or so maybe uh, a little bit older but <laughs> yeah. just maybe people that are ahead of you that maybe you see about building into younger people and what would yeah what would you just want to say to them about building into younger people mm-hmm. And just connecting to what you were last saying and that whole penny in the bank example, I think that ties into this question really well too. We often want those short term gratification things and to be able to see the growth quickly and that type of thing. And I'm the same way. I don't feel like I have a lot of endurance sometimes in life, but I think 
that can be such an encouragement to the older generation of, wow, this is something that is so impactful long-term. You are making a difference in people's lives long-term. It takes time. It is a process, but it's a really, really important and beautiful thing. And overall, like I talked about before, um, it's not about being qualified and it's not always about having the answers. So when thinking of mentoring someone, it's more in my perspective about walking steadily and consistently with someone through life and just caring and showing up for them. Um, I learned so much from simply watching the way the older generation does life, whether that's through someone leading worship or the way someone interacts with people or the way someone welcomes me into their home. So I think I'm just so humbled when those people actually take the time to go deeper with me, ask questions, explain why that's so important to them um, and take the time to have those conversations. So overall, um, I would encourage the older generation just to take the time to talk and listen and ask questions. But yeah, it's not always about having the answers, I think is the biggest thing too. I've been so blessed to have people who just do let me talk and um, listen well and model that really well for me too. So all this in mind, we've heard a lot of the things that you've learned from those who've built into you um, and kind of just that like overall sense of things. Um, But specifically, many of those people showed you how to walk well with Jesus and how have mentors helped you specifically in your walk of faith? Overall, I think mentors, whether they're just a couple years ahead of me in life or a lot older, have definitely shown me what it looks like to live um, deeply rooted in Christ, live intentionally um, and live focused on what's important, I think has been a big thing that's so encouraging to see and really makes me excited um, about life and what's to come. Overall, I think I've learned a lot about humility from mentors, um, just from them being willing to share and talk about the hard stuff a lot about steadiness too and what it looks like just to like we've talked about make those small changes and those small investments um in our faith and our walk with god that have a big impact long term i think that is so important and such a gift right when you are meeting with someone who is even a couple decades older than you and they're still saying yep jesus is lord of my life because life is not easy (laughs) at all right like people have experienced a lot they're they're, like we live in a sinful painful world um and that's an amazing example to Mm -hmm. to follow right yeah for someone to look back and when they're like yeah like you said decades older and say no god is good god is faithful like wow you've seen so much you've learned so much but you can still say that it's just yeah encouraging and exciting to see reminds me of a song that we love no one ever cared for me like Jesus. Yes. Don't mind me while the tears are rolling down my face. Yeah, I was going to say, cue the tears. So good. To end things off, what is the best piece of advice you have received? Mm, great question. I love that one. Um, this is something that I read, and I remember it very clearly the day I read this, and it kind of shook me to the core and definitely was a um, transformational pivotal point, I guess you could say in my walk with God. Um, it was during the summer at camp. I'd been having kind of a weird couple weeks and just feeling really off. Um, but unsure how to change that or kind of what was going on. So during one of my quiet times one morning, I was going through old like quotes and that type of thing I had saved. And I came across this one and it was really long and it was so beautifully said, but the part at the end that kind of hit me was, um this it said sometimes we just have to preach truth to our hearts and the emotions will follow and I think that was something that kind of like we talked about took my blinders off um and was very impactful I guess in the way that um I thought about 
what I was going through and just a beautiful reminder that um, the emotions that I'm feeling aren't the be all and end all. Sometimes it's just that discipline of preaching truth to our hearts and knowing that our emotions will fall. So something that I've definitely carried with me and I think is really, really cool and yeah, has transformed the way I approach difficult situations in life in general. Good nugget. Mm. <laughs> we love a good nugget. Yes. Katie, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your heart and your wisdom with us. Um, I so love your spunk and your love for life, the way that you treat and love people, um, and the way that you long to know Jesus more. You also never fail to make me laugh, so thank you so much for that. Um, you're a gift. Ah, thank you for having me. This has been fun. Always a big fan of the Work Friends podcast and the Work Friends in general. Oh, wow. Thanks so much. Katie <laughs> has been one of the people that has been just waiting for this to come out. Mm-hmm. And we love sending her sneak peeks of cover art and fun things. And now you're actually here with us on the podcast. So real. It's good. Least. Yeah, it has been so good to have <laughs> you on. Honestly, it's such a joy. And thank you to everyone who's listening today. We hope that you enjoyed it and learned as much as I did from our friend Katie. I feel like my mind is just swirling right now um if you want to keep up with us and make sure that you never miss an episode you can subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you use i'm not lying this time we're officially on apple Podcasts, which is awesome and also you can follow us on instagram at just work friends toodles when we were talking about the outro jen said that i should say toodles so it was kind of a joke but you said toodles i did yeah that's a wrap <laughs>